Welcome to Speak Up with Rita Burke and Elton Brown. We are going to be speaking with Carrie Webster this evening. And Carrie is a member of Orange Nation Toastmasters. She's been in the club since day one, she says, which was 4.5 years ago. She joined initially to get over her fear of public speaking, but since then has learned so many transferable skills, including leadership. Carrie says that she started out early on in the club executive team as the secretary and then the VP of education and currently president. She's also had time in district leadership as both the area director and currently the Vision B director in District 60. Welcome on board for the podcast, Carrie. Before I begin to delve into your life, I want to share a quote that you gave us. And you told us in preparation for this podcast that your goal in life is to ensure that you are having an impact on others. There's no question about it that in those leadership roles, you're having an impact on others. Speak about that for us, please. Awesome. Well, first of all, thank you, Elton and, and Rita, for having me. I'm really excited to, to be part of the podcast. And I mean, I love that quote. It's it's not something that I found online. It's something that I thought about very organically when I think about leadership. And it's very interesting because when I first got involved in my clubs, my corporate club, Orange Nation's executive committee, it was a secretary and then I moved up VP of Ed and then of course president as well. And I was just so passionate about Toastmasters. I actually wasn't thinking so much about the leadership side of things. I just knew that I wanted to get involved. I knew it had so much impact on me. But as I've gotten to higher levels of leadership, both in my club and then, of course, in the district as well, I've realized how much impact I can really have on others. And it it really is a goal both in my career, but of course, in Toastmasters to to really have impact in other people's lives. And, and I think when you really get to, especially being in district leadership, that's why I'm so passionate about it because you really get to help more clubs. You get to help more people realize how much Toastmasters can really help them and change their life. So, uh, Carrie, tell me, um, what was the thing that you did as the area director that you felt was most impactful? Oh, oh, that's a good question. I feel like there's so many things I did as area director. I feel like for me, that's when I felt like I really went into a leadership role. Of course, I had been on executive roles in my own club. And of course, again, a lot of impact there. But I feel like when I got to be an area director and really have impact on other clubs, it I really enjoyed it. So I would say maybe two high level things that I really enjoyed. One, there's a club that I was helping uh, called Fix Toastmasters. They're a corporate club in our area currently. And I think people struggle sometimes at corporate clubs because they don't always know what advice to give them if they're not actually in that sort of environment. And I was able to have one-on-one coaching sessions with the president and really help and support him with specific ideas that I had done in my club 
to really help their club succeed. So I would say that's number one. Um, but but number two, uh, Elton, you know this really well. It was coaching your club, creatively speaking, and and really helping you get to, to distinguish status and, and hitting different milestones. And I think for me, with such a small club, to be able to get to President's Distinguished, which, which is the highest status, that's a very hard status to get to, especially for a smaller club. When I was able to help you get to that point, that, that really meant a lot to me. Not, not the metrics for everything. I'm always looking at quality. You and I have talked about this before, but for me, when you're able to get to that high status, it really is a sign of, of quality. So I would say um, get a lot of things where I feel like I got to have a lot of impact and help others, but I would say those two would be the things that I think about when I think about the impact that I had in my time as area director. Well, I have to say that we... Uh... We at uh, Creatively Speaking, we really did uh, appreciate all the uh, suggestions and the help and the referrals that you uh, directed toward us. And because of that, for a club that had less than uh, 20 members, I think at that time we had 13 members to actually make it to uh, presidents distinguish, and I don't know of many clubs that would have that number in terms of membership and being able to uh, make it um, to that to that level. So uh, again, let me say I, I really do appreciate appreciate that. So in your role as a division director, how do you see that that going for you? between now and uh, the end of the year? Yeah, that's a great question. So it's, it's very interesting, obviously, to be a division director. Essentially, the role is coaching your area directors to success, right, and helping them succeed. So it's very interesting because whereas area director, you get a direct link to the clubs. You're going and visiting the clubs and, and seeing how they're doing, helping and support them. This is a bit of a different role because you're not necessarily going directly to the clubs. You have to empower others to help them succeed. And I think that's one of the biggest things I've learned about leadership um, and something I originally struggled with, to be very honest, which is being able to delegate and coach other people to be leaders. Because it's very easy to just go and do things myself. It's very easy to do that. But when you're really able to delegate and coach others and help them succeed, that is something I am super passionate about. I know a lot of my area directors, actually all of them, I have four underneath me right now, none of them have any experience being an area director before. And a lot of them were very worried about how they were going to do, if they were going to do okay. They didn't have a lot of the knowledge. But in my opinion, it really is the soft skills that make a leader because people can learn absolutely anything. And they've been doing really well. They've been succeeding. They've hit different milestones, submitted club visit reports. So uh, for me, it's very rewarding. I've started as an area director, but moved into this role now to be able to coach others. I know some of the challenges they're facing. Now we're thinking about contests and helping ramp them up for that. So for me, it's, it's incredibly rewarding to be able to help others succeed uh, in a district leadership role. So uh, you, you guys uh, are, what, sitting at 100% in terms of completing your club 
visit reports? Yes, yes, we're actually at 100%, which is really exciting. I mean, I think the visit reports are very useful information for clubs to take forward, both what they're doing well, but then, of course, areas they can improve. So I know, I, I believe the benchmark is about 70 or 75 or 80%, but for me, I think every club can gain so much value from getting feedback. It's one of the key and core aspects of Toastmasters, which is gaining feedback and being able to take that moving forward. So yeah, very excited to say that, that my team has gotten to hundred percent for round one. Wow. Oh boy. Uh, and how did you, how did they feel after reaching that? I mean, I'm sure it, it, it had to make them feel good. For sure. I, I think a lot of them were so happy that they've been able to hit that and hit a hundred percent. I think sometimes it can be quite a bit of work, of course, and I've been there and done that before, but I think it really makes an impact again, when you can give clubs feedback and when they can get an outside viewpoint of how their club is doing. I think sometimes people get very insulated in their clubs and this is an opportunity uh, to really get that feedback and, and take that moving forward. Thank you so much for that response, Carrie. I like the word you used, insulated in their clubs. I was one of those people chose to be insulated in my club because I didn't understand the Toastmaster journey. I didn't understand what there was to be had as a result of coming out of the closet, so to speak, coming out of the club. But Carrie, something that really strikes me from your bio is the fact that you've been a Toastmaster for four and a half years and you are the division director. How did you do that? More than likely you were totally immersed in your Toastmasters journey or experience. Speak to us about that, please. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. It's really funny. I did a speech a while ago. Many of you or both of you may be aware of it about your leadership styles. It's in level two. And I remember I did this about a year ago. And I think this may have been before I got into district leadership. And I remember saying in that speech that I just didn't see myself as a leader at that point in time. And I remember getting feedback of many people in my club saying, no, Carrie, you are a leader. You you are a leader. And, and I just, I didn't see myself in that way. I didn't see myself in that capacity. I think especially when I was in the club executive level, I, I, I don't think I really saw myself that way. But as I went to higher levels, especially president, area director, of course, the division director role that I'm in now, it's been really inspiring for me to really understand how to be a better leader. And I've done a lot of research online about this and put a strong focus on it. And I want to be able to help people when it comes to a leadership perspective. And I think that that's something that's really important for me. I didn't necessarily volunteer when, even when I went to district leadership originally, I had my area director at that time and he tapped me on the shoulder and said, Hey, I think you'd be great in this role. So I think that that's something even I try to do. I have a few people on my current executive team who never would have volunteered to be in leadership. Absolutely never. But they are the ones now that I see that are doing the best is the people that didn't volunteer. And I very much am in that bucket, but I'm so happy that I've gotten more involved in it because 
uh, it's something that gives me a lot of satisfaction and, and a way that I can help others in their Toastmasters journey as well. It seems to me as if you're very committed and I'm delighted with that kind of attitude towards to whole Toastmasters program. Oh, Carrie, uh, what do you do when you're not wearing the Toastmasters hat? Yeah, that's that's a great question. I feel like I'm doing quite a bit of Toastmasters activities, which I really enjoy. But uh, now with things opening up more, I spend a lot of time trying out new restaurants, trying out new cuisines. I, I really enjoy that, especially going downtown Toronto. That's something I really enjoy. I have a strong focus on, you know, going to the gym. I've actually recently rejoined a, a gym, Orange Theory, which is really exciting. And really just spending time with friends and family. I think, I don't think I prioritize it enough before, but it's something I'm really trying to prioritize a lot more now, which is spending time with people that I care about. So those are some of the things I try to get up to uh, when I'm not involved in the, the volunteer side of Toastmasters. So do you go out to eat a lot? Uh, I wouldn't say too, too much, but I really do enjoy, especially going downtown Toronto, trying out new restaurants, trying out new cuisines. So, yeah, so it's something uh, that I do really enjoy. Sounds to me, Carrie, as if you have a ball when you're not wearing your Toastmasters hat and <laughs> when you are wearing your Toastmasters hat. Seems like you have a really balanced life. Now, the next question that we want to ask is, what would you like listeners to take away from this interview this evening? What would you like our listeners to take away that we may not have asked you? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing, and I know listeners are going to be Toastmasters, non-Toastmasters. So for me, the first thing I have to say for those listening not currently involved in Toastmasters is how much it can change your life. And, and that is truly how I feel about Toastmasters. It's not something where I'm exaggerating. When I first started in Toastmasters, I didn't even want to do an introduction in a team meeting. And when I tell people that now, they actually don't believe me. They, they truly do not believe me because of how I do presentations. So for me, it's been life-changing, both on the, the confidence, communication side of things, but then also on the leadership side and really being able to get more exposure there. So again, for those listening, I would say just get involved in Toastmasters. It really makes a big difference no matter what role you're in. It's something you should definitely get involved in. And for those who are in Toastmasters currently, to really think about leadership opportunities. It's not something that everyone is going to initially think about. Again, I didn't get involved in leadership originally without someone nudging me, right? So I would say, you know, that is something that I think is really important if you are currently in Toastmasters is to take on that leadership role, whether it's on your club's executive team or if it's in district leadership, because when you get to help others and see others succeed, it, it does really, it does really have an impact. Carrie, I want to say thank you so much for spending the time with us, doing a very nice chit chat. We got to know a little bit about your passion and how your passion runs high as a as a Toastmasters and we got to learn a little bit about you outside of Toastmasters and I'm glad that you gave that kind of like that go-to to individuals who may not be 
anxious to go into the leadership roles. And it's obvious that you as a, a leader within Toastmasters, it has benefited you greatly. Thank you. And thank you, Rita, uh, for uh, assisting in uh, this presentation of uh, Speak Up. Thank you for listening to Speak Up. To discover upcoming podcasts, please go to www.toastmasters6060.com. Under News and Events, look for the District 60 newsletter to locate the schedule.